This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. We, we never know how to do this. We, we never know how to do this. <laughs> it's always bad. That's how we start it, right? It's, <laughs> I do an acapella version of the theme song. Uh, I guess it is now. Oh, boy. So, Whoops. carry on. Oh, and my phone's still on. That's oh, good, that's good this of is, me. This is, should we well, start again? A good start. <laughs> Every once in a great while, or in this case, once a year, we find it necessary to look back and take stock on what we've done with and, our lives and um it's usually not very impressive no so instead we talk about what we did with <laughs> the simpsons and that's what we're doing it's the season seven wrap-up this what is what are you most proud of the last year the, greg in my life mm-hmm. how <laughs> oh <laughs> we're getting, getting oh, diving deep right away I, let's do it that just made me very <laughs> sad um may, may maybe um if, if we're being serious yes. or in, in all seriousness maybe uh expanding our little endeavor sure here yeah um not just uh not just two bad neighbors but boathouse studios in general using two bad neighbors as our flagship project because well it's our most popular thing and mm-hmm. i'm very very proud of it yeah um and uh using it as a jumping off point for doing more creative things yeah. um that that I am just super passionate about. And uh, this has been a really, really great uh, tool for that Um, because, well, Two Bad Neighbors is super fun. And I was like, well, why don't I just do that more? Yeah. And so I started doing that more and we both kind of did sort of doing it more. And we, I don't know if, uh, if it translates into, uh, into Into box office gold (laughs) or a better show, but uh, I've certainly taken this more seriously this year. And I think it helps uh, having a more set schedule. Uh, you know, thanks to our listeners for sticking with us. Even yeah. though it is it is still a little sporadic. Uh, for those that are, uh, we have a fair amount of people that joined us within the last year. I would say. Yep. Uh, who have specifically said, "Hey, I've just started listening to you. I've gone through the back catalog, all that stuff." So they don't know how sporadic it was in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but that was because at that time, like you said, we was just just a little fun thing we were doing, just just mostly for us yeah. and like some friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, f- friend of ours, listen to this thing; it's funny. And they're like, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually, we got listeners who aren't our friends, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, and then because of that, that did light a fire under our butts, and we decided to try and uh, keep things to a set schedule. We try and have, release an episode every Friday. Um, obviously, uh, our lives prevent that from happening uh completely so we try and get at least some content out uh you know on a weekly ish schedule especially yeah. on the, the whole network as yeah you said, if right? it's not if it's not too bad neighbors there will be something out and that's something i'm super proud of like this week we had a track to track episode drop on friday mm-hmm. instead of uh too bad neighbors which i mean we could drop this today which is saturday or we could hold it over. We'll talk offline yeah. about that <laughs> um but we have the choice which is yeah. really really nice um and uh 
maybe the most exciting thing that we that I did this year. I don't know about you because you went to a whole lot of places. Um, I mean, I went to Great Britain. I went to I went <laughs> yeah. To, wait a minute. I went to England. I went to I went it's to way Edinburgh. Cooler than where I've been. Yeah, I went to Edinburgh. That was really really exciting. But maybe like here in mm. in the continent was doing a live podcast. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was huge for for us, mm-hmm. and it was um, just really affirming and really, really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, but you know, also the Scotch whiskey tour at uh, in in Edinburgh was pretty great too. So next year mm-hmm. we'll do a live episode in Edinburgh. Uh huh. With a Scotch whiskey tour for the Edinburgh Fringe, <laughs> of course they yes. have podcasts. Sure, we should do that. We okay, that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it for uh, Homer versus the Eighteenth Amendment. Oh, yeah. Because that's about booze. They would love it. <laughs> uh, or we'll just do all Willie episodes. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure they are very proud of their heritage being uh-huh. shown on a popular television show. A perfectly it's accurate been, representation yes, of Scottish heritage. Definitely not a harmful stereotype. Nope. Just as accurate as Braveheart. The Problem with Willie documentary coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, where's that one? Yeah, oh, come on. boy. No oh boy, uh, I have a lot to say about that, but I won't. Uh, anyway, because mm-hmm. I think one day we'll do the problem with Apu. Like, we'll have you watched that documentary yet? Nope, me neither. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to, and I would like to talk about it. So that'd be a good bonus episode one day. Yeah, if the fans demand. I mean, even if they don't, even if they don't, <laughs> you know, we make the choices here. <laughs> We're in the driver's seats. That's right, and they are comfy now. Mm. They have soundproofing on them. Oh. Did you notice that? I mean, I noticed there was things on them, but yeah. I don't know what soundproofing is. It works for soundproofing. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it just soundproofs the chair. The chairs don't make noise. No, but you do. See? Nothing. I'm, I'm wiggling in my seat right now. Nothing but a little And you sweet. can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Um, Technology. Yeah, this is our... Um, what was your... What was, what was your favorite thing that or most exciting thing that you did this year? I mean... It's been a bad year for me. Yeah, I mean, overall. exciting is a but, pretty blanket term. Yeah, that can be so like good and bad. Well, I don't want to talk about bad things. Let's talk but, about uh, good things then. But I do uh, something I am proud of is uh, I've been kind of expanding and uh, uh, enhancing my stranglehold on the uh, Calgary trivia scene uh, here in Calgary, Alberta. Would you call yourself a uh, Microsoft esque? Uh, you know, I would uh, I would probably put myself in that camp. Yeah. Do you um, or do you at least have Microsoft esque goals, <laughs> which is the systematic I buyout do, and destruction of yeah, all of your competitors? I mean, I do I do hope to do that, uh-huh. and then I hope to release a motion based uh, trivia game mm. uh, that will only last a year. Uh huh. I was just literally looking today. I have this old Xbox 360 box that I've yeah. just used for moving. Yeah. And I just saw, like, as I was putting my shoes on to leave today, I saw on the front, like, emblazoned in, like, proud, like, connect ready. Oh. And I just remembered that era of video gaming. And I was just like, oh. That's over now, so, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's VR now. Yeah. But that's, like, not... It's, like, such a, like... It's still such a niche in the video gaming world that, like... You know the PlayStation has their whole VR stuff, yeah. and they have VR capable games, but no one talks. No one's talking about them. Yeah, like every so often, someone might be like, "Oh, this is a pretty cool VR game," and that's about it. <laughs> it's like most move games, where it's just like, "Oh yeah, is well, it a yeah. rail shooter." And that's the thing is like during the motion based heyday when the Wii came out, and then Microsoft and Sony were like, "We got, we got to do the Wii." 
the everybody loves the Wii. <laughs> Let's get ourselves some Wii. And uh, so they did, and uh, <laughs> they released the, the Sony Move and the Xbox Connect, and they marketed them hard. Yeah, they did. Like, I worked at a video game store when the, these were happening. That's why I know. And it was just like, you know, you got to get your Connect. You got to get your Connect, and you got to get the Connect games. Look at all these new Connect games. This one's a sports one. This one's zombies. And it's just like, it was it was bad yeah i'll be honest i had a lot of fun with the ones that i did play but there was not like a new console worth endeavor if that makes sense it wasn't going to change the way we do things no. it was a novelty flash in the pan 100 a novelty uh it was it, it was a cool idea that like worked well sometimes like when it worked well it was really cool but like so so much like so many bugs to work out that they mm. just rushed to market that made it less interesting and uh yeah because of that I was always just like, yeah, this is cool, but like, I probably remember playing it with a controller. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's what it came down yeah. to. That's the problem with most of those games yeah. is that they're better with a controller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I am not going to release motion controlled trivia game, although I don't. I'm curious to see how that would work. What about an app um, for the Zune? No, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> the Zune. Um, but I, but I am, I'm proud of uh, just kind of building my name in the trivia world, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got several monthly trivia events that I host, and um, people who have played are often very happy. Um, maybe they're not. Maybe they just don't tell me. But uh, I see people who come to, you know, oh, like I'm going to go to this uh, Star Wars trivia or something, and then I tell them about some of my other trivia things, and they come to those, yeah. not because because like they came to Star Wars because they love Star Wars. Now they're coming to like you know movie trivia just because they like the way I do trivia. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. So like that's that's uh, emboldening to me. Um, I had my first corporate booking, as it were. Oh, cool! Someone who came to one of my regular trivia's was just like, "Do you do this for like companies?" And I'm like, "I can." <laughs> and so he asked always me always say yes yeah. when someone asks if you can do this for a corporation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so I just did. That we went to zero issue zero issue brewing. And there was just this group of people from a company uh, that just wanted a night of fun, and so I made a bunch of trivia for them, and they had a blast, and it was fun. Yeah. So, and I got paid for it. So, you know, it's it's helpful when you're unemployed. Very. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we both are right now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> One of us by choice. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, wow. That that's a story. I'll that's fair. I'll tell you uh I'll tell you a fun story about that after <laughs> <Okay>. offline. <laughs> um good. but oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. I've hold the door. <laughs> so Alan, yeah. Now that we've taken stock of our year mm-hmm. as it were, let's take stock of our program that mm. we've done. Two bad neighbors. Two bad neighbors. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, by the way, my name's Alan. Oh, I'm Greg. Yeah. This is two bad neighbors. <laughs> yeah. This is the season seven recap. That's right. In case you didn't read the thing. Yeah. Always read the thing. Always read it. I mean, it'd be weird if you just played podcasts randomly. It could be kind is, of fun. Is that a thing? I don't know. Shuffle? Podcast, podcast roulette, maybe? Podcast shuffle? It should be. It should be. I'm feeling lucky with podcasts. Yeah. Make it happen, Apple. Bleep bloop. Tim Rice. Uh, Tim Cook? T- Tim Apple. <laughs> um. You're right. <laughs> You get apples and rice yeah. mixed yeah. up. What a joke of a country. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying it, James. Uh, <laughs> Do you think he's listening? No. He doesn't listen. No, he doesn't it. listen unless he's on. 
He's unemployed too. Is he? Well, last I checked. Oh, <laughs> which my was gosh, two, two months ago when I was there. Oh, it's an epidemic. <laughs> my goodness. Okay. Well, I mean, he's a writer. I mean, yeah, they're constantly they're, unemployed. They're pretty much always unemployed. <laughs> Uh, his life is better than mine. Anyway, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> don't forget the people who just don't want to work. God bless them. <laughs> uh, we're having fun today. Yeah. This is our fun time. This is our fun time. We don't have a guest. No. In case you didn't notice slash maybe you thought they were just quiet this whole time. Um, because we're just doing our recap and as is tradition, we're going to give you our top five episodes of the season. That's right. Um, and just kind of talk about the season as a whole, mm-hmm. because season seven's a interesting one, I think. Yeah, I think it's so consistently good. And I think so, too. But the thing is, I think it's consistently an eight. I agree. You know? So it's not like there's no... It, so when we were making our top five lists, even, I was looking at them all, and I'm like, there's none here that are like instantly, oh, that's my favorite. There isn't a Cape Fear. There isn't a Cape Fear... There isn't a, you know, there's two episodes in next season that are, I often struggle which one I like more. Yeah. Um, But there's also like very few bad episodes. Yeah. I think um, we only came across one that you didn't like. Homer Palooza is probably the only one that I just straight up didn't like. Yeah. Um, the Day the Violence Died is less interesting to me, but there's yeah. still like enough good jokes in it that I will watch it. That was one that I was on board with as well. Like, yeah. Even Homer Palooza, I was like, eh, whatever. It was fine. I didn't think it was like a. I didn't think it bottomed out right at all, like um, like maybe some of the um, uh, worst episodes of season ten will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most of them, yeah, which is probably twenty, <laughs> twenty out of twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> I'm calling my shot now. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head that I enjoy in season ten. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there is. One. I, I don't think I actually enjoy any episode in season ten. Um, which is going to be a really great note to leave the podcast. Oh on. yeah, uh, <laughs> we all know it's I mean, coming. I mean, it's a nice round number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're doing season ten, guys. Only I'm going to have another pool noodle. Yeah. So uh, Greg has this uh, collection of uh, gummy sours from uh, was it Co-op or Costco? It was definitely Co-op. Co-op. Um, is that a thing in the states? Co-op. Yeah. Is that a, a Canadian thing? It's just a grocery store if it's not a thing in the States. Just think of a grocery yeah. store. No, I was just curious because like uh, in Lethbridge, yeah. there's no co-op. Really? I don't think. I mean, I never went to one. And I just remember coming to Calgary to visit relatives and my grandma would be like, we're going to the co-op. I'm like, what the hell is that? And it's just like a different grocery store. And I guess in my dumb kid brain, I'm like, well, Safeway is the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other grocery stores. So when like we went to a co-op, I was like, wait a minute. There's other grocery stores? Yeah. And this and at the time I thought I think I thought co-op was a Calgary grocery store. Oh, you know. Yeah. But uh, cuz that was the only exposure I had to it. Anyway, co-op's a grocery store. They have this thing called Beach Mix. Yeah. And it's got a bunch of different uh, gummy sour things. And on the back, it's got a handy legend where it yep. tells you what the, each one represents. So they are legally distinct from the <laughs> branded candy. So like, you know, those like uh, rings, it's like it's like peach they're defi- rings. They're definitely peaches. Yeah, they're peach definitely... rings. They they call them uh, uh, 
life preservers? Life preservers or something. I actually can't remember. We didn't bring the bag down. Yeah. Um, but, but the the best one is the, the gummy worms are just called pool noodles. Yeah, and they are just gummy worms. <laughs> they're clearly gummy worms yeah. that they had in a batch somewhere. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know, throw it in there and call them pool noodles. I don't care. So I guess this podcast is sponsored by Camille. Okay. Did she buy these? She bought these okay. and told us to eat them because there's way too many. There's a lot. It's a large bag of yeah, gummies. There's so many. Uh, there was uh, two options, Beach Party Mix, which is the one we got, mm-hmm. and uh, Cabin Candy, oh. which uh, didn't it sounded like hard candy, and I'm not like into that. So oh, I was thing. thinking like the same thing, but just themed uh, at like the cabin. So so instead of like gummy worms or uh, or poo noodles, they're, they're bait. Bait, yeah. They're just they're worms. <laughs> they're worms, but they call them they call them bait because yeah. you go fishing at the cabin. Yeah, and the uh, and these little um, these little soda pops, they're mm-hmm. just uh, they're they're like uh, they're 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 a cold one. Yeah, and oh, yeah, a, 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 a nice cold one. A yeah. nice, a nice cold one yeah. on a on a hot Christmas morning. That's right. And uh, these um, watermelon slices are actually uh, human flesh. Because we're from, talking cabin fever now. Yeah. Well, and and you know you start murdering people and hiding them in cabins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how that goes. Always turns into a grim, dark fairy tale. Mm. And then people turn into zombies. Season seven. I'm hungry. Well, anyway. why don't you have a lemon? Well, or a watermelon. A lemon. Yeah, a lemon. <laughs> Stick it in your go mouth. Go suck on a lemon? Yeah, go Is suck a lemon. <laughs> Get out of here, you, you mook. <laughs> uh, Johnny Tightlips, when does he come into the picture? I ain't saying I nothing. Okay. <laughs> God damn you. Um, I feel like he's season 11 or something. Well, that's a shame. But I think he's funny. Oh uh, yeah, or at least that first appearance it might be in the Linguo episode. Actually, let me check it. Let me check. check oh, it out. the series of um, misadventures. The one? Uh, the one episode that I like in that season. In season eleven, trilogy of of uh, error. Trilogy of error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, two, three, Fake Street. That's right. Yeah, that's uh, that's fun. That is fun. Yeah. Uh, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to go through your uh, top fives? Where do you want to talk? Oh, about? he does appear in um, the pretzel episode. Oh, so season eight. Yeah. I like that episode a lot. <laughs> right, because that's what, yeah, that's what he says. Um, I didn't see nothing. You could <laughs> be a little nothing. bit more helpful. What did we tell the doctor? Tell him to suck a lemon. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> figures Johnny, Johnny, did you see anything? I see a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. He's yeah. a fun character that they drive into the ground. I'm sure. Oh, God, do they ever. Just in terms of appearances. Yeah. I can't even see the episodes right now because the wiki's being weird, but there's like 20 appearances. Oh, boy. That's too many. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> well, before we move into talking about season seven. Yeah. I mean, we kind of already have. You have an Excel sheet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's a basic Word document. Spread it into columns. There's only two columns needed. Right. <laughs> Okay, uh-huh. so you lied to me when you said you had an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, I thought I knew how to use Excel. I don't. <laughs> I thought Excel was just the table uh, thing in yeah. Word. <laughs> Turns out I don't, so I uh, just put it into so a... So I'm going to re- remove that from my resume. Yeah, and... A Word column, and uh, I'm going to keep Excel on my resume. So we've, we've been having an ongoing debate over whether Season 9 as a whole is a good uh, season or a bad season. Perhaps you've heard of it. Perhaps you've heard of it. We talked about it a lot in the past five episodes, I'd say. Um, I am of the opinion that it is a bad season. I'm of the opinion that it is pretty good. 
Pretty Fuck. get. Pretty Shit, get. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> it's pretty get. See, you can't even say it. It's pretty get. You can't even say it. You're like get you're a like, get a good one. You're like a devil trying to say the word God. The color of you the pen that I hold in my hand is royal blue. Royal blue. Uh, I think it's a pretty great season. I enjoyed a lot. Great. In fact, huh? I was just watching a bunch of episodes from it yesterday. Oh, boy. And I enjoyed all of them. Which ones were they? I watched uh, Lisa the Skeptic. Okay. That's like one that, I enjoy. I like that episode. I watched um, the other, one of the other Lisa ones. Um, Lisa the Simpson. Yeah, Lisa I watched that Sachs. one. I watched Lisa the Simpson. And I will say any episode in season nine that has Lisa in it, I tend to enjoy. And um, I watched uh, Das Bus. The Bus? Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's a great episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love that episode. Not a fan. Holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are, the ones, those are the ones that I that I watched yesterday. Great. And they were great. Cool. 10 out of 10. We'll talk over it. <laughs> talk about them more. So when... what do you want to do with my uh, with my table here? Well, I was just curious if you have a current uh, recap. I do. We're tied. Oh, boy. <laughs> See what you've done, all you pro Niners? Yeah. we. Uh, it's 5-5 five, it's five, five right now. <sighs> uh, yeah. Uh, we just got... Um, we just got two new ones uh, from for the good column from Nell and Wyatt. So thank you. A2. And, A2 uh, now? <laughs> and uh, in the bad column, we got a new one from Kaiser Roll. So Kaiser Soze? Kaiser Roll. Oh. <laughs> a close relative of Kaiser say, Soze. Say, <laughs> Kaiser Soze is on my side. I don't know. If, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm on the losing side yeah, here. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a lot, um, lot closer than I thought it would be. Um, I definitely thought you would be far and away <laughs> the the winner uh, at this point. Anyway, but I mean, to be fair, this is mostly people going off their memory. Mm-hmm. I think once we actually delve into season nine, mm-hmm. everyone, yeah, going on record, everyone uh-huh. <laughs> will switch to my side. Oh, you think so? I'm very, very convincing. Uh right. <laughs> very persuasive. Sure, 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 sure. But I am also very optimistic. So. But I think you are included in my everyone, mm. which means you will be on my side. Mm-hmm. Well, chances are, and I'm just speculating here, based on, what, half a decade of doing this shit with you, that, um, yes, you will be the one to bring up all the convincing points. Quite literally, all of them. <laughs> uh, and I will probably agree with you <laughs> on most of them. But at the end of the episode... I will say, I kind of liked it. All right. <laughs> Despite all of those points, and they will be good ones, mm-hmm. because to your credit, your points are usually always very considered and thought out to a breadth that usually I can't match. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably still kind of like it. <laughs> well, that's why they call us the head and the heart. That's right. Mm-hmm. Heart right here. I know. Yeah. That's why you're in a happy relationship, and I'm still. Oh, did I get a notification from Tinder? Nope, definitely didn't. All Can't right, so get let's Captain Planet without heart. <laughs> or you get the evil captain. Oh yeah, the sludge man. The sludge man. Yeah, <laughs> creates pollution. Yeah, he's bad. He is bad. He beats Captain Planet. He reminds me of Nuclear Man 
from uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Never seen it. Well, when uh, Superman Mm -hmm. 4 throws all of the nukes in the world into the sun, it creates... Yeah, that's his thing. Why did Um, he do that? To get rid of the nukes. It's a quest for peace. Oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) This is the best way to get peace. Yeah, get all the nukes. He's Superman, after all. What are they going to do? He throws them into the sun, and then a man comes out. Oh, so his plan backfires. Yeah, and it's Nuclear Man, who has the power of the sun and nukes. That's too much power. Also, nails. His nails can grow. (laughs) Wait a minute. And he could scratch. Oh. (laughs) Seems like a... It's a very bad movie. (laughs) Seems like a strange side note. (laughs) Yes, it's a very... I have the power of the sun and nukes at my command. And he breaks the Great Wall of China. And I'm going to scratch you. But it's okay, because Superman has the power to look at... Great Walls of China and um, fix them with his eyes. What? Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Well, in Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, he does, and it's canon. So. Is that one with. Uh... Christopher Reeve? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't think it was Henry Cavill. So <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Um, I would love to see Henry Cavill at. Every Superman <laughs> movie, it would be so sad. And his CGI lip. <sighs> you know what the shame is hmm. about that? And I'll say this because I did genuinely enjoy it when he said, when he said some lines that felt like Superman mm-hmm. in Justice League. Yep. Where he's like, "Well, I don't know about the American way or whatever." Yeah, yeah. And he comes down as like, "Love Buh. that part." Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a it's great, cheesy and it's, great. It's cheesy and great. And I was like, "Oh, right." I actually really like Superman when he's Superman, mm-hmm. when he's just kind of a turd, yeah. but also like Captain America. He's Captain America. Yeah. yeah, he's he's on the side of good, no matter yeah. what that means. Yeah, you know, and it's. It's it's like it's, we get it. Like it's hard to for good people to do the right thing in this day and age. I mean, they nailed it with Captain America. How hard could it be for Superman? Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Point is, when they let him be like Superman is, I like it. It's like five minutes of the movie though, so mm-hmm. whatever. Um, what next? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, keep uh, emailing us your thoughts about season nine. Yeah, we especially if you don't like it. Yeah, we really love to hear it, especially if you like it. And it'll go on my Excel spreadsheet, which is a <laughs> nope. Word document. It's not what it is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to turn it around to get Alan's okay. honest I'm instant reaction. The, the this visual is of what it. it is. Wow. Yeah, that's the that's the <laughs> lowest the lowest effort you could have made. I mean. <laughs> I guess the table is like point one degree of effort more than you could have made because mm-hmm. you could have just put yes and then like a check mark next to it a certain amount of time a smiley face and, and yeah, a frowny face and then a no and a check mark next to it without a table yeah but uh, yeah good work table it's... keeps me organized <laughs> uh, if only you put this kind of effort into your podcasts. Then maybe they'd be successful. Oh boy, they would be much less successful. <laughs> uh, I put way kidding. more effort into my podcast I than know. that. I know. Oh That's what boy, the joke was. Oh boy, that would um, that would be tragic. Tragedy and comedy together so, in harmony. That's a new song. And no, it isn't. What? <laughs> Who sings it? 
Hmm? Stevie, Stevie Wonder? Is it Stevie Wonder? I don't Wonder know. Okay. What you're talking about. Steve Winwood. Yes. Nailed it. Bring <laughs> <laughs> me a higher love. Uh, that's him, right? That's Steve Winwood. He also sings Back in the High Life. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> How's that one go? Back in the high life again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the again that made me realize what song it was. It's very 80s and very bad. He also sings uh, Because I Got High. Uh, Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that go? <laughs> I was going to clean my room. But then I got high. Right. I was gonna make love to you, but then I got high. Classic. Classic. Then Steve I Winwood. got high. Yeah. Then I got high. Yeah. Then I got high. Right. Yeah. Right. He also sings the song Higher. <laughs> Can you take, take me, me higher? higher. <laughs> Good bit. Uh great bit. <laughs> All the Steve Winwood heads out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's People loving it. They sing songs with the word high in it. Yeah. That's, that's the joke. That is anyway, the joke. We nailed it. What do we What do we want to do now? We want to want to dive into our top five? Or do yeah, let's talk do it. About, okay. Let's stop beating around the bush. All right. So top five episodes of season seven. Yeah. As I said, this was a tough season overall for me to pick five. Yeah. Partly because none of them are like important to me or jump out at me. Um, partly because I think most of them are just a gentleman's eight sure, and sure. aren't like amazing. Sure. Uh, that being said, I think I picked five that I'm happy with mm-hmm. and I think I like the order as well. Okay. So I'll start at a number five. Okay. And see if there's any overlaps. If there is, we'll get to the, we'll get to it when, when we get to the higher one. Sure. My number five. Okay. Homer the Smithers. That's not on my list. There we go. Okay. Homer the Smithers, uh, this one, it's just one of those ones that, I mean, I love Homer as a character. Yeah. And uh, I think it really helps that in this episode, he's not purposefully stupid or perp- like he's doing his best. Yes. And those are usually the ones that I enjoy more is when he's trying his best, but still fails. Yeah. <laughs> because that makes more sense to his character to me. And as an audience you are much more empathetic when a person is trying and failing. Yes. Rather than just being a dumbass. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, partly why he becomes a less interesting character as the seasons go on. Oh, yeah. And in this one, he's very earnest. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's like, this is my job. Like, I need to help Mr. Burns and blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's just a lot of great bits. I mean, the the whole opening with the racetrack... Yeah, oh man, I'm like I this this one was probably my number 6 episode. Um simply because I enjoyed watching it so much <laughs> this time around. Yeah. It was so much better than I thought it was. And it was such a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. And it was really great to watch it with Ife. Yeah. Because he's such a big fan of this episode. And yeah, it's just got so many, so many really, really wonderful bits. Like uh, it, one of the great ones is Marge being like, <laughs> uh, "You should go talk to him if he's still alive." Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like I killed Mister. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that part's so great. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. That's a good episode, and it's a good uh, 
dive into who Smithers really is as a person. Oh yeah, we finally we've we yeah. more or less determined is a bad person. Yeah, he's a bad which, guy. I mean, makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> he's Mr. Burns is a sycophant. Of course, he's bad. Yeah, and yeah, there's just a lot of great, great funny jokes, and Burns is always a highlight. Oh yeah, so yeah, great up. Yeah, great up. Good what's choice. Your, what's your number five? Radioactive man. Radio man. <laughs> Strange. I shouldn't have been able to hear that. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, didn't make my list. Yep. Um, Radioactive Man. Now, this might be because of how much fun I had recording the episode that we did, where we talked, I think, about the episode for a grand total of 20 minutes. Is that with Camille? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> that one is, uh, that, uh, whatever Camille's on, get ready for a bit heavy podcast. <laughs> And uh, they're always very fun. Uh, but one of the things that I really, really love about Radioactive Man is it's, uh, of course, very spot on and cynical parody of the film industry, mm-hmm. which is um, very, very wonderful. Uh, I quote it to this very day. Um, whenever I see a cow on a in a movie, uh, <laughs> I have to use horses. Yeah. Uh, Tape a bunch of cats. Tape together. a bunch of cats together. Uh, the teamsters are always very funny. The the image of Homer shooting out of frame to go to the craft services table and <laughs> his Mr. Simpson. Yeah, was, just a dust. Yeah, of his... just a dust cloud. Also, the director and the producer, mm-hmm. I think, are really great one off characters. Yeah, um, and he doesn't wear puffy pants. <laughs> and when they go back to Hollywood, where it's like you can take what you need from our boutiques until you're back on your feet where people treat each other right. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh, that's Lay great. On me. That's so great. Um satire. Yeah, it's a great it's a and like I've been uh, trying to I've been trying my best to to find a uh, great uh, to find great examples of um satire throughout this uh this particular season, I think. And this one has maybe next to the episode Two Bad Neighbors some of the sharpest uh satire of uh, major institutions. Yep. Um so that's why it's on my list. Yeah, I mean it's a good choice. It's 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 one of those episodes again that I I enjoy, but it's just not a not a big not a heavy hitter for me. Yeah. Mm. I also really love the um the Jiminy Jillikers. Jiminy Jillikers. Jillikers. <laughs> I'm drunk. Yeah, I'm very drunk today. <laughs> the beach mix. Yeah. That, we, that Camille forgot to tell us it's got a uh, booze in it. Yeah. It's uh, every single one is drenched in vodka. <laughs> Uh, did I ever tell you the story of uh, when we were in uh, university together and uh, Camille and Allie made uh, uh, vodka gummies? No. They were passing them out in, uh, uh, just outside the theater classes. And I was like, ooh, gummies, yum. And uh, I was like, thanks. And I, and I put one in my mouth and I was like, Ew, what? And I spit it out in my <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing? It's vodka gummies. And I'm like, I didn't know. <laughs> I was such I was a, expecting a sweet treat. I was expecting a sweet treat. Instead, <laughs> I got a sweet kick in the butt <laughs> from vodka. Um, and I got potato booze. Yeah, I'm hypersensitive to vodka. Mm. Yeah. It was the Clearly. first hard liquor that I ever got drunk on. Mm. Very bad. Um, Mine was Mike's Hard Lemonade. Cute. <laughs> I drink a Mickey of vodka. You drink a Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> I didn't drink much when I was young. I drank mine from a from a paper bag. Oh boy, 
Well, I mean, that was the year you were a vagrant, so. Can't forget that. Can't forget. Um, <laughs> so, how about your fourth? My number four is one we just talked about. Summer of Four Foot Two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This one was also like, again, gentlemen's eights <laughs> all around. I got, uh, this isn't on my list, but it was so close. I was yeah. like, what? I think it's a very sweet uh, Lisa story. Uh, I love the new location uh, of uh, that town that I'll never know how to pronounce. <sighs> Little Pogmana Squamset Port. Sounds right. Uh <laughs> And uh, just the the running millhouse gags are oh, yeah. just the best. The dud, uh, nice doggy, it must have seen you. You know, just everything about millhouse. See you in the car. It's just it's gold. I was with a random group of people. Can't even remember who they were, but someone mentioned like Nazis. you got you got the dud. What? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> That's not a no. <laughs> It's just a pervasive joke, and mm-hmm. it's such yeah. a wonderful joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for those that want to watch the YouTube compilation of the dud shit posts, um, someone was kind enough to link it on our uh, SoundCloud, so go check that out. Outstanding. It's like I think it's like five minutes long. <laughs> That's great. There's so many. Uh, anyway. Um... Yeah, uh, that's that's really all I have to say. I, we just talked about it, so I don't have too much else to recap. But yeah, it's just a it's a lovely story um, about Lisa that I usually really much very much enjoy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think it's a very good episode and one of the, it's a great way for this season to go out. I agree with you completely. Unlike season four, it has. Well, I think you're thinking of season five for one because the crusty comeback special. You're is, right. I am definitely yeah. thinking of season five yeah. with secrets of a successful marriage. Yeah, um, I think this is the. Um, one of the stronger series seasons season finales in in the golden age. Yeah, uh, I can. If like, you don't count who shot Mr. Burns, because, yeah. If like, you don't, that's a different kind of finale. Yeah, if you don't yeah. count that one, but you can, and it you is can, a, yeah. it's a really good. It's just a, it's a different thing because it's a cliffhanger. Yeah, you know, it's a different kind. Just yeah, yeah. Just uh, like season season uh, five finale of Lost, different kind of finale than season four, for example. I mean, all of them are kind of cliffhangers, I guess, but. Season five is a huge cliffhanger. <laughs> One might say it was a good ending. Mm-hmm. Better ending to the show. Yeah. One might. I like season six. I'm going to rewatch it soon, and I think I'm going to like it a lot. Yeah. Now that I know. Because I've only watched that season once. Yeah, me too. As it aired. Yeah, me and too. I was so disappointed. Yeah. And then I watched the Game of Thrones finale. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, huh. You know it was a better finale? Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. Lost. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Uh... <laughs> and I think I gave it too much flack at the time. And maybe I'll have the same feeling about Game of Thrones in a few years, but... I mean, I remember that night very well. <laughs> yes, as do I. <laughs> For very specific reasons. Too, uh... too inside. That's too inside. That's that's way James too knows. Way too inside. Yeah. <laughs> James, if you're listening. Yeah. Uh, so, my number four is... Uh, I got to... Gotta make sure I get this right. Raging Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson in The Curse of the Flying Hellfish. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Is this on your list? No. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, didn't make it. Very very little overlap so far. Yeah. Um, I love this episode. I think it is... Um, to me, very much like uh, the Summer of Four Foot Two episode, but only for Bart. Um, I love that we get a... Uh, basically, 
vindication for Grandpa and that not all of his stories are complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. And we get to see a really, really great adventure, tiny little adventure film, <laughs> kind of compacted into 22 minutes. And it is gorgeous to look at. The episode, if you just watch it from a pure animation standpoint, is so creative and so good looking and just very ambitious for the time. Uh, that scene in the rain at the funeral alone is so cool. Yeah. It's just, it's so cool and funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some great time. visuals in, in that episode. Yeah. And that's what I, that's why it's on my list this time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, once I, again, Gentleman's Eights <laughs> all around. <laughs> I, I, I left this one off uh, mostly because, uh, as stated in the episode, it's not a big laugh heavy yeah. one for me. Yeah. And I was, that's actually something I was struggling with with compiling this list was, there's some episodes that aren't big laughs, but I think are really, really well made episodes and yeah. like well scripted and you know all that and like you said, very visually uh, fantastic. This one, without a doubt, falls into that. It's all yeah. about where your priorities lie. True, and I, I more lean towards the laugh heavy episodes. Yeah, as as I compiled this list because that's kind of the, the 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 my relationship with the show is I think it's very funny and I want and I I love the humor in the show overall. So that's where my like even if you look at my overall top ten episodes of the whole series, yeah. they're mostly just laugh heavy ones that I think are very very funny. Yeah, um, there's very few of the more sentimental ones or you know that kind of thing. So and that's where I pick up the slack. It's true. Heart, the heart and the brain. Pew. <laughs> um, great. Yeah. Go ahead. Number three. Speaking of laughs, Bart sells his soul. <laughs> Yeah, once again, uh, <laughs> this has one of the strongest openings uh-huh. of any episode of the show. Yeah. Again, like I, it's been a while since we recorded that episode, so yeah. I don't remember what I said. So if I repeat myself, my apologies. But I'm not a religious guy. I don't really give a shit about religion in any sense of the word. But this episode really speaks to me in a lot of ways because I like the idea of a soul, even though I don't like the idea of religion. <laughs> and I think that's what really I really connect with in this in this episode is that Bart is struggling with that idea where I feel like he's kind of the same. He's like, like come on, like there's no such thing as soul. It's just like the church trying to get your money and that kind of thing. And that's where I fall mentally with a lot of things when it comes to religion. But the idea of just being a sack of flesh without like anything inside aside from synapses in the brain even though like scientifically that makes sense to me it's not interesting to me <laughs> i like the idea of i have a soul yeah of some no kind. it's not good storytelling yeah <laughs> so if there is a god he's a poor writer if that's the you know if that's all there is yeah. then like i mean second draft bud <laughs> right that's right um and it's also why um uh, like certain uh, other uh, creative shows, t- movies, etc. Um, if they have like that kind of aspect to them, uh, it's more interesting to me rather than it be like there's a god and there's a devil. It's like no, there's something in you that is unexplainable, and a lot of people use the term soul, and I think that's a good catch-all for that idea. And that's, uh, yeah, that's just, that's really interesting concept to me. I love Bart's journey in the episode of kind of discovering that, you know, thinking souls are bullshit. And then when he quote unquote sells his soul, he suddenly like things are different. Things are weird. You know, he's not laughing at things. 
animals hate him. Automatic doors don't open. <laughs> Thank you, door. And uh, along the ride, we have Uncle Mo's family feedback. Yeah, can't forget about that. Which is one of the funnier B-plots in the show's history, I would say. It's exactly how you should do a B-plot. Yeah. It's just, it's, it is pure joke. Yeah. It's so funny. And that makes the, the like I said, how the, the heart of the show, of this episode, is the A-plot, pretty much. There's not a lot of laughs with Bart's story. I, I mean, there still is. For me, I think Lisa gets one of the biggest laughs from me, which is, where'd you get five bucks? I want five bucks. <laughs> yes, and also, the all this again, if you don't know already, I love Millhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As the butt of jokes. Yeah. Um, and he works well in this one again. Um, as the weird foil to Bart. I love yeah. how, like, weird he gets when he has Bart's soul because I like how that's kind of like, oh, like, a man with two souls would go insane. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's just a, it's a fantastic episode. It's got a, it's got a nice uh, message to it overall that isn't preachy, in my opinion. Yep. Um, I mean, they, they pretty much call out the church right in the episode with, I don't hear scrubbing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like clearly the writers have like a similar idea where they're like, yeah, we're not a f- big fan of like church as an institution, right? That like a like clearly looking for money and that kind of thing. But we like the idea that a lot of churches and a lot of religions represent. And if that's if that's just the soul as like that one aspect, I'm on board with that. Anything else? I don't really give a shit about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too bad you have to take most of it when you go to church. I don't go to church. Well, maybe you should try. It's all your fault, you know. No. <laughs> I'd still rather not. Uh, okay, my number three is A Fish Called Selma. Oh, yeah. Not on my list. Wow. <laughs> Will this be the first Holy top five with no overlap? Holy I carp. I have, uh, a feeling the, I have a feeling number one might be. We'll see. We'll see. Um, fish Called Selma. Yeah. Troy McClure and his weird fish fetish. Yeah. <laughs> What I, what I have is a romantic abnormality. <laughs> Gay. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Uh, phenomenal performance from Phil Hartman. I am such a huge Phil Hartman fan that whenever they give him the spotlight for even half a second, uh, it's it's got to be in consideration for my top five. And he's so good in this episode. And Julie Kavner is so good in this episode. And I think it is so funny the stop the planet of the apes i want to get off that's the one sequence in this episode that made me question whether i should put it in my top five and it's it's you know what i mean like that like that sequence alone is more or less top five worthy yeah uh i just yeah overall i couldn't uh i couldn't justify it but it's like I said, yeah, if it was just a whole episode of that, yeah. it'd probably be my number one. Yeah. <laughs> the Muppets Go Medieval. Oh, very good. Uh, the movie for a rained out ball game. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that he drives a DeLorean and that he's just such a wreck yep. is great. He's it's a it's a really great look into who Troy McClure is, who this 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 enigmatic figure who we've only seen in instructional videos and television and sometimes in the background yeah putting him front and center is a really great idea yes 
and he's one of as I said in the in the episode where we covered this, he's one of the, those uh, tertiary characters that can actually handle a spotlight episode, mm-hmm. and he does it brilliantly. Let me ask you. Sure. And I don't know if you'd count realty bites, but do you think Lionel Hutz could do that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, realty almost, bites is as close as it got. Yeah. I almost feel. I almost disagree. I almost feel like he is so good as the side character, like the the one not pulling the strings, but like there to help certain plot points or whatnot. That like it's it's kind of like Disco Stew or like those kind of characters where um, they're funny as funny in moments but not, they they can't carry a story uh to me well maybe that was the question in the writer's room right maybe that was that maybe they were like we want to give phil an episode mm-hmm. which one do we choose yeah and, and they went with troy sense, yeah. and i think that's the better choice yeah, yeah. absolutely but um, i just feel like if you get too deep into lionel hutz as a character then you you're gonna like as as a writer you're gonna try to establish pathos and all this kind of, and it's it, it doesn't work for his character like he needs to be a pathetic loser yeah <laughs> who's like a struggling lawyer sleazy lawyer who yeah yeah you know um, what i mean chances are it would end up like a gill episode yeah um, which I, yeah yeah which kind of he gill kind of took over the lionel hutz role which is not great um however however i do think if they had his episode like if they had a full like lionel hutz episode in like season six or eight mm-hmm. i think it would have been like i think we would have enjoyed it because uh, we're we'd still be in that area I mean, where the, like, thing is, the that best writers are working on it. Yeah, that character and um, Phil Hartman would sell it. I think. Yep. Like I think that having that talented of a actor behind it would have made it work. Yep. Um, but just I I think about all the kind of tertiary characters that they try to do that with, like Otto and the Otto Show and uh, Apu in a lot of episodes. You know, where it's basically like suddenly this person needs the family's help. And we get to like see who they are as a person, and it works with some of them, but it doesn't work with others. And I think Lionel Hutz would be one that it wouldn't work with overall, but I'd still find very funny because it's fucking Phil Hartman. They get close in a lot of episodes, like Bart get hits, gets hit by a car, mm-hmm. and um, um, Marge on the lamb, sure, yeah, right, where he like inserts himself into the family for like the entire B plot. Yeah. But which, that's what I mean. Like he's, yeah. he's not the focal point. He's no, he's not. He's not the one pulling the, the plots. Yeah. He's just there to yell, don't touch my stuff yeah. when he wakes up in yeah. a stupor. Yeah. <laughs> and that's very funny. It is very funny. And I think he could have, I, I, it's one of those great missed opportunities. Of the, I, I personally think I would have loved to see it. I mean, um, I would have too. Yeah. I just, yeah, just again, the head. Just thinking intellectually, yeah, and I think it would have not been as good as a uh, fish called Selma. I think you're right. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, uh, and I do think they made the right choice of his two primary characters. Yeah. Those that was the right choice. Uh, all right, my number two. Yeah, Marge, be not proud. Really? Mm-hmm. This is not on my list. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> This is again, this is me struggling with the heart and the head. Yeah. This is one where my heart went over. Yeah. And I think it was mostly from our rewatch when we did it this season. Yeah. um, Where I realized how much I loved the Marge and Bart story in this episode. It, it just, it got me, you know, it's, it's one of those family uh, stories in the Simpsons that just really worked for me. I understood both of their 
um, viewpoints. That it's se- they seem like real people. Like this is actually something a mother and a son would have to grapple with at some yep. point. Yep. And the reconciliation is so heartwarming and so beautiful. And then they cap it off with Lee Carvello's putting challenge, <laughs> which is like the the like. I've I've said like the 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 emotional uh, endings that kind of thing I really like them but like the fact that they could do that emotional ending and then also have they throw in that last joke that I think is one of the funniest jokes they've written just puts it over the edge for me so yeah. I think it's a great episode and uh, I love <laughs> Don Brodka uh, Lawrence Tierney a terrifying man and uh, just a just a wonder to work with and well and that's the thing i think my knowledge of the behind the scenes of this episode makes me love it like appreciate that character even more the fact that he didn't want to say some lines and like didn't understand the humor behind them and it's it's just like with uh homer at the bat where all those um celebrities don't know what they're saying and it makes it weirdly funnier to me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like, oh man this is another episode that has improved in my estimation on this uh this rewatch, rewatch. Yeah. Um, and I'm really, really glad it did. I've just had such a long relationship avoiding this episode because it made me so sad. Like it made me so sad, um, (laughs) that I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Do it, son. Yeah. How's that going to help with your putting? (laughs) Just take it. (laughs) Uh, but it is funny. It's a funny episode. And it's got Thrill House in it. Sure does. And it's really good. It's got the ball in a cup uh-huh. part, which is really, really great. So I think you Mom made a really smoking. Yeah, you made a really great choice putting it on your top five. Do all of mine have Millhouse in them? <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. Oh, not Homer the Smithers. Okay. But the other one so far. <laughs> uh he might be your MVP of the season. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh Number two for me mm-hmm. is 22 short films uh, about Springfield. I figured that was on yours. Yeah. 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 Didn't make mine. Big fan of 22 films about short. Uh, <laughs> 22 films about short, short field. Uh, about short field. Um, yeah. It's a great episode about a town <laughs> called Shortfield. <laughs> Everyone in the town is short, uh-huh. but they don't bring it up. And they live in a field. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's Hobbiton. <laughs> It's the Shire. That's why you like it so much. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Uh, this is about a little 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 man who goes on a quest to destroy the Ring of Power. Uh, In the fires of the scary volcano. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know the story of Shortfield. Bloop. <laughs> Off you go, Rig. <laughs> Bye. Uh, no, I love 22 short films about Springfield. And most of it is a nostalgic thing for me yeah um because i like it it, i i saw the episode really really soon after i first saw pulp fiction Mm -hmm. um and so that that really it really just clicked for me what the episode was doing yeah and in a way that i don't think it would have if i hadn't seen pulp fiction before because pulp fiction is also divided into segments um we could say five segments um, you could say that. You could, and you'd be right. <laughs> so, <laughs> which segment is your least favorite in Pulp Fiction? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, definitely the Gold Watch, like the Coons uh, talking to young Bruce. 
Or just the one of him trying to get it back, or no, because they all kind of overlap in a my, way. My least favorite segment of the movie, mm-hmm. it, like if we're talking about the short, like if we're talking about like, the, the the title stories, yeah, um, then uh, it's not the Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken gives the watch, and then the title card comes up. That's oh, the prologue to okay. the gold watch, gotcha, and I gotcha, love gotcha. that scene. Okay, I think that yeah. scene's hilarious. Oh yeah, I love that. That's one of my favorite Christopher Walken performances. Yeah, he's so funny. He's so great. It's yeah. the second Quentin Tarantino movie that he's in for only one scene, uh, and it's great. What's the other one? True Romance. No, I see. Yeah, it's he's very good in that one too. Tarantino film. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I was thinking of directed films. But oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, and then it goes into the to it goes into the gold watch and the gold watch. Uh, it's basically like Bruce Willis uh, at the boxing. Yeah, like being told to take the fall or whatever. And it's the Zed's dead. Him not doing it. Going yeah, going to uh, his girlfriend. It's basically what the mo- what 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 the episode. Uh, 22 short films is is parodying right mostly mostly yeah um and it's my it's without a doubt my least favorite sequence because there's two really extended moments of him of bruce willis and his girlfriend in the hotel Mm -hmm. and i just find them really overwritten and boring yeah that's fair um and i don't find her interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm I don't think Tarantino did either. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is interesting because he gives her so much screen time. I mean, maybe found her interesting in a different way. Maybe, maybe who her, knows? Maybe her feet. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he is Sorry. that guy. Um, <laughs> but like, it's it's bookended by like just two incredible sequences, of course, which is like uh, the robbery, uh, Marcellus Wallace's wife, um, and uh, at the diner, and Vincent, the other one Vincent is Vega. The other one's the Bonnie situation. And uh, at the diner, that's really the epilogue of... Right, prologue slash epilogue. Yeah, of the movie where it all comes full circle. And that's that that that's great, but the Gold Watch really, I think, just drags. So those are the five? Gold Watch, well, the, diner. The, f- the, five, the five are the opening prologue before the credits. And then... And here you fuckers move. Yeah. I'm going to execute every last motherfucker. Whatever. Yeah. And then it goes into the uh, second prologue. <laughs> yeah. After Miserloo, which is... <laughs> yeah. Pump it. Yeah. Now pump it. Right? The Black Eyed Peas song plays. Exactly right. Yep. Um... I guess the I guess the Jules Vincent scene on their way is the prologue to the Bonnie situation. Right. Um... And then it goes into Marcellus Wallace's wife. Mm-hmm. Which is great, mm-hmm. and then it does the which is I guess that's three segments now sure. if you want to break them up that way, uh-huh. and then it goes into the prologue to the Gold Watch, which is another one, which is very short. Yeah. Then the Gold Watch itself, yeah, full segment, and then it goes right into the Bonnie situation, which is six, and then the prologue, the the epilogue prologue, which is seven. So I guess what's seven. the what's the Bonnie situation? Is that the with the car and yeah, that's when yeah. Harvey Keitel comes in. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and uh, I love that. It's just so goofy. Yeah. A, um, that's a great movie that I've always thought is, you know, 20 minutes too long. Oh, yes. And so that's why I was wondering. I'm like, which one should you get rid of? And yeah, it makes sense. The Gold Watch yeah. is the... Just a couple of scenes. But yeah, like you, you can still have the bulk of that story, yeah. but just get rid of a bunch of those superfluous... Uh, you just speed up the pace of the Gold Watch and yeah. the movie's perfect. Yeah. Now in 22 short films about Springfield, yeah. which one's your least favorite? Which one is my least... Which one um, could you excise? Probably uh, Apu and the Jolly Bengali. Okay. Yeah, I don't really like that one. Yeah. Um, because I think it's just a bunch of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's probably the one that I would knock out of there. Yeah. Um, fair. and I, I mean, I had to put this on the list, right? Steve Hams. Oh. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, makes sense. I hope you're ready for an again, unforgettable luncheon. Again, if the episode was just that, <laughs> it'd be on my list. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's one of those things where there's like, there's so many of these episodes have like specific jokes or scenes and I'm like, some of the best thing, things this show has ever done. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, 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 the rest of the episode around it aren't my favorite so I'd I'd rather pick an episode that has a, like entire in its entirety I enjoy. Yeah. Similar to how season nine in its entirety I don't enjoy. So that's why it's not one of my favorite seasons. Sure. Yeah. 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 And it makes it more uh, offensive to me that there's episodes in season nine that I do like, mm. as opposed to like a season ten or eleven where it's like, no, nah, all these are I don't <laughs> I don't need them. <laughs> but when season nine surrounded some good episodes with some garbage episodes, some yeah. of my least favorite of the series, and I'm not saying that just to be <laughs> hyperbolic again, but it makes me dislike those episodes even more, and therefore the season as a whole even more. So. Mm-hmm. Well, um, but when it comes to 22 short films, uh, it's not the same in that sense. Like I still think most of that episode's very funny. I do too. Um, but the Steamed Hams is such a league of its own yeah. that it's hard not to... Uh, just note, like you said, the Jolly Bengali, um, the um, uh, Doctor Nick segment. You know, there's just certain ones. I like the like, Doctor Nick not, segment not more than I like the Bumblebee Man segment. Yeah, that's so I would one get rid I'm of the Bumblebee Man segment and keep the Doctor Nick one yeah. if I had to do that. Uh, I also really like Lisa constantly getting stuff in her hair. Sure. I think that's very yeah, that's funny. Um, and uh, we'll I, never know, Professor Frinks. That's true. The tomfoolery of Professor Ring. Which is, I love that part. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah, so why don't we just go to number one? Number one is Two Bad Neighbors. Oh, really? Yeah. Not for me. What? It's not on my list. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I totally thought we might have overlapped with that one. Nope. It's the name of our podcast, Greg. Yeah, I know. I know. And I was looking at it. It was staring at me in the face. <laughs> um, and the I, episode we did our live episode for. I know. And it was wonderful. Um, this is like it's a great episode. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but there was another episode that 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 did it for you. All right. But, well, yeah. let me talk about this one then. Yeah, let's do it. Um, in a way, I'm glad because <laughs> we get to talk about ten really That's fun right. episodes. That's true. <laughs> um, too bad neighbors. I mean, it's just it's Homer versus another person, and it's <laughs> George Herbert Walker Bush. War criminal. War criminal. <laughs> uh, was it thirty? No, fortieth. No, thirty ninth. Which which president was he? He was. I think he was forty. Because we got we're at forty five now. Yeah. So Obama's forty four. Or maybe was Reagan forty? W was forty three. Clinton was forty two. He was forty one. So he was forty one. And Reagan was forty. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the fact that they did this is just like insane. Insane. And awesome. And, uh, you know, we didn't dive too deep on this episode at our live show because we had so much to get through and so many other people to talk to. But when I was a kid, I didn't know who George H.W. Bush was. Yeah, me neither. Like, in the episode, they say, you know, oh, he was president. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's all I knew, you know? And didn't care to know more. (laughs) You know what? I did know who Mm -hmm. he was. Because his name, we had this encyclopedia in our house. (laughs) And there were all the presidents, like a picture of all the presidents in the back. Mm-hmm. And he was right after Reagan, obviously. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. And it's I was like, like you did his job. And it was like, and your eye is immediately drawn to the ones that are in color. Oh, okay. Right. Because there's a bunch of them in black and white. Right. Right. Um, 
but the human eye is immediately drawn to the ones in color. So the ones that I saw first were like um, H.W., Reagan, Nixon, blah, 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 blah. Right. And the rest. Carter. Sure. Ford. (laughs) America's greatest monster. Yeah. History's greatest monster. History's greatest monster. Not just America. History. History. Um, uh, So wait, what? Because like there's colored pictures of the other presidents why were why did they decide not to color certain ones well there's a bunch that there's a one there's a bunch that are in black and white because they were taken during black and white photography Mm. and then there's a bunch that are just paintings oh so they're like photos yeah oh i thought for some reason i thought they like they drew their own versions of them (laughs) no they're they're actual white house like the white house portraits yeah yeah anyway um once i learned more about george hw bush in my later years the episode's humor just got even better. Oh yeah, because there's so many references to real yeah. life, real life stuff that you know. Uh, Chris Turner's favorite joke was the Japanese banquet. <laughs> yeah, I'll ruin is, you like a yeah, Japanese which is banquet. something I never knew about. And then when I found out, I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's great that that happened in real life. And then they called him out on it on a cartoon show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And it's just he calls he, himself he calls out himself it, out on the cartoon, which well, is the best. But it's I mean it's Harry Shearer. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but that's the other thing is that like yeah the fact that they got Harry Shearer to do this elaborate caricature of this real life person for an entire episode and made him this like foil to Homer. Um, it's just, I think it's so funny. Their their rivalry is so funny. Yep. Um, I. I can't speak highly of the episode enough. I think, I mean, there's a reason why we chose it as our name. Yeah. Um, not only because there was two of us, but also because it's a great episode and people will recognize that as a concept. The the banner, the Two Bad Neighbors banner, which is one of the fav- my favorite bits in the series. And it's in the episode for two seconds. Yeah. Are you saying you and Maud or or you and Barbara are bad neighbors? No, I was talking about the boy and the man. The boy's name is Bart. I don't know the name of the man. Bar, what's the name of the man? (laughs) For some, like, that's... uh, I don't know why that's so funny. It's so funny. (laughs) I don't know the name of the man. (laughs) You've interacted with him several times. I'm not getting involved. Uh, and a, yeah, it's just it's a good it's a great culmination of their the whole history of the show versus the Bushes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just they it's won. A, yeah, they won. Yeah, that's that's how it goes. They're still around, and he's dead. <laughs> Is Barbara still alive? I don't think so. Uh, well, that's it. They won. Simpsons they won. won. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons did it, and they won. And they're still around. Yep. Wow. <laughs> All right, your number one, Mother Simpson. That was the one. That yep. was my number six that I struggled to yep. figure out if I should put it on or not. Uh, and once again, the the yep. laughs beat out the heart for yep. me, and the heart beats out the laughs for me. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, this I can't speak highly enough of this episode. It um it moves me every time I see it, um, and the opportunity to have both of our mothers on to do the recording was so incredible. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that. I thought yeah. it was uh, it was one of the best times I've ever had podcasting um, <laughs> because it was like 
Uh, your mom finally got to see what you do. Yeah, yeah. She got to see what I what <laughs> I she's disappointed what in. I do and what she's <laughs> uh, uh, not necessarily uh, more encouraging about, but <laughs> more understanding about. Um, and it was it was just really great because my my mom doesn't doesn't do this right. She doesn't she she will do anything Support to. You. No, she she doesn't. She supports me more than I could ever know. I'm kidding. And I just want I wanted to go on record saying that because I I don't say it enough. Um, But the fact that she could come in and actually like open up a little bit and 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 talk about this sort of thing, something that we never talk about. Yeah. Like I would never talk to my mom about The Simpsons because she doesn't care. Yeah. Right. Totally. It's just not her thing, which is totally fair. But the fact that she was willing to come out here. And watch it, and the fact that your mom was willing to make the trip from Lethbridge <laughs> to come up and do it, and we were able to have two good mothers on here—that's right—really uh, made that episode all the more special. And I mean, my mom came because she found out your mom was coming. Yeah, and couldn't be one up. You know, yeah. yeah. We we the Johnsons are a very competitive family. You don't say. <laughs> We need to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> within and the rules. Yeah, well, of course. Within oh, the rules. Please. Otherwise, we are animals. What are rules yeah. if not to make the win that much more sweet? Have you seen John Wick 3 yet? No. Okay. I'm so It's all sad. about rules. It's all oh, about rules. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's the greatest. My best movie of the year so far. Oh, great. For me. I'm so excited. Yeah. I So... Uh, I've been very busy the past month yeah. with moving and all that kind of stuff uh, in my short trip. And I haven't been able to go to see anything in theaters in quite quite a while. Yeah. And there's like been a backlog of movies. So last night, actually, was it last night? No, two nights ago. I was fine. I finally had a night free. Yeah. I went to see Detective Pikachu. <laughs> he's on the case. I mean, he's he's got clues. He's got a little hat. He's a sleuth. Yeah. He loves coffee. Oh man, does he ever? Yeah, he's got an office, and he's a world world class detective. He's absolutely, and he knows he he knows uh, Thunderblast. He does. Yeah, yeah, and Volt Tackle. Yeah, um, that's his best move. That's his best move. Yeah, and I was very happy I got to see that. Um, but yeah, that was the first because that one's the most uh, the furthest away from today. It was released the furthest back. Yeah, yeah. So, so you got. Go. I chose yeah. that one first because yeah. I figured, you know, if anything's going to leave the theaters soon, it's going to be that one. Yeah. Um, John Wick Three is the next one yeah. on my list, and then Aladdin, and then probably some others. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's the right order to see them in because mm-hmm. uh, John Wick Three is fucking awesome. I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, uh, I've seen it twice in theaters now, and both times I saw it, the crowd just cheered in the first 15 <laughs> minutes of the movie. So You'll cool. know why. <laughs> great. I mean, because John Wickson's great. I don't yeah, care. he's I, great. I'd cheer at anything he does. Keanu is amazing. Oh, love that guy. He's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's uh, that's our top five. That's our top five. Yeah. Uh, no overlap. No overlap. That's the first time. That's the first time this happened, and I kind of like it. Yeah. It's but a... I think this is the season that that would happen. Yeah, if it was like going to happen. They're all pretty standard, not standard, uh, consistently good. Yeah. Um, bordering on great, <laughs> absolutely. You know, like there's some I call great, my top five. Um, there's most of the others I call good, and there's only really two or three that are like meh, and then one that's I think bad. Yeah. Aside from that, like it's a great season, but it's just the reason I say it's a an interesting one is because I never 
like okay so i like i own all the dvds and i have several friends who would often be like let's just watch an episode of the simpsons right yeah and so we'd be like all right which season like that's the first step right choose a season then choose a disc then step choose an one <laughs> season season and oftentimes i would never pick seven if i was choosing the season and not because i don't like it but just because i can't at the top of my head i'm not like like there's going to be some really good ones in seven so like let's go with that i'm always like six or eight um five and you know the other ones i'm like eh, like I'd, I'd watch them i'm not gonna say no to them but if i'm choosing them those are the probably the seasons i'll pick five six or eight See, that's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting to me because I was given the chance to curate someone's Simpsons experience as well. Mm-hmm. And I immediately recommended Seven. Interesting. Because it had consistently, yeah. it, it was, it's the most consistent season, I think. Yeah. Um, I think Six might be, well, for me anyway, I think yeah. Six, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's any I really dislike in Six. Uh, I think there was. There probably was. <laughs> I think there was a dud or two. I feel like there's all, every season there's at least one that I'm like, no, this is the bad one. There's yeah. at least bad one, one bad one. Um, um, let me just. But I, uh, but I think six, uh, on this journey so far, has been the one the most consistent for me personally. Yeah, I think seven's the most consistent overall for most people. But I just recognize there's some that people love that I don't really care for. So Homer versus Patty and Selma. Yeah, that's probably the the dud there. Lisa's wedding. Oh, that's the dud. Yeah, there we go. Yep, <laughs> that's the one I genuinely dislike yeah yep there it is yeah but oh round springfield yeah i mean you like you dislike that one not great yeah Yeah. i i think it's it's not not great like i sure enjoyed recording the episode though (laughs) yes (laughs) is that another camille one uh yeah okay that was where christian bale came in oh right yeah (laughs) that's fun yeah it's a fun ongoing bit yeah we have fun Bale's a good landlord. Ah, uh, classic Bale. Yeah, he's a good guy. Is he going to be in that uh, Michael Mann movie? Did which, he drop out? Which one? The About like uh, Ferrari or something. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he's still making that? I think so. Fuck, well, I yes. Mean, I mean, according to his wiki, which to be fair, I think was updated in 2015. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't... Because he I, hasn't done anything since Black since Hat? Since Black Hat, yeah. That's why I was like, I was, you know, as you know. We watch similar movies around around the same time because of a different podcast. Well, but M- Michael Mann. Yeah, I watch Michael Mann on a constant rotation. I know you do. I fucking and I love have seen Michael Mann. Maybe two of his films. Which ones? Heat mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> you've seen Heat. <laughs> uh, best movie ever made. <laughs> uh, Heat and The Insider. I think oh, are the only two great movies. Great movies. You're missing out on one of his best, though. Miami Vice. Yes. <laughs> you said, yes. I love Miami Vice. That was my joke answer. No, Miami Vice is great. Okay. It's I mean, great. I don't I haven't seen it. I don't know. I'm just saying people very much didn't seem to like it when it came out. See so. whatever cut you want, they're all good. Okay. Um Does I he mean, have a director's cut for like all of his movies? I guess because like I've been trying to find certain ones. And I know he's I've got see, like I see a lot of director's cuts. He's got like three different ones for Miami Vice. He's got like four for Ali. Mm-hmm. He's I think Collateral is one he hasn't touched. Oh, Collateral much. I've seen as well. Sorry, so that's three. That I've yeah. Seen. yeah, um, Collateral is like I guess like when you think about it, one of his least expensive movies. Considering mostly in a car, yeah, considering mostly in a car, and there's like one major set piece in it, one major star, which is like the set piece in it. 
is a huge is it the, the nightclub. Yeah, the nightclub yeah. set piece. It's is a huge influence on John Wick. That's true. Yeah, like yeah. massive. And I love picking out uh, the influences in in John Wick because it's usually movies that I love, <laughs> like Collateral. Yeah, I sense. love Collateral. Um, Tom Cruise is so good in that movie. He is, and Jamie Foxx is great too. Yeah, um, got himself an Oscar nom. Sure did. Weird though. Lost to himself. Um, no, it was nope. supporting and, and <laughs> yeah. main. I know. Yeah. But he, I mean, you could argue he lost to himself because people voting oh, yeah. were probably like, yeah. we're giving you the, the actor Oscar. We're not going to give you the supporting as we're well. We're going to give you the good one. Who got supporting that year? 2004. 2004. I don't know. Probably <laughs> some old guy. Some old white man. Now he's got to look it up. Um <laughs> While while you're doing that, I want to really quick do something that I think we should uh, do at the end of uh, our seasons, which is thank our patrons. Agreed. Uh, so I'm going to thank all of our patrons right now uh, because you make this really worthwhile and it's just a real honor doing all of this. Morgan Freeman. For you guys. Oh, for Million Dollar Baby? Outstanding. <laughs> um, earned. Yeah, of course. He's very good in that yeah. movie. And that movie's very good. Did he win for Shawshank? Did not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was... Because that's... We're making up is, for it. This is the the rectifying that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was like, he could have he could have won for Shawshank. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson could have won for Pulp Fiction that year. Right. That was but, the same year. And they were both nominated. right? Yeah, 94. Yeah. So 10 years later, bing! Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks won for Forrest Gump and Best Actor. I know. <laughs> I don't remember who won for supporting actor that year, though. Jeffrey Rush. I don't know. <laughs> for <laughs> I'm just, Shine? I'm just guessing. <laughs> uh, so here's our patrons that we would like to thank. Uh, Christy, uh, Heather, um, Mel, Krista, Adam, Emma, uh, Kaiser Roll. <laughs> nice. Adrian, Timothy, Nell, James, uh, Gassan, uh, Glenn, and Skylar King. Thanks, Ife. Oh, who don't? Oh, <laughs> you're great. <laughs> Call him out on his aliases. He has like seven. I know. I have to. I mean, call it wouldn't surprise me if seven of those are him. <laughs> yeah, that would be Kaiser Roll. Yeah, Skylar King. Others. Chester Sexsmith. Oh yeah, can't That's forget one. about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why he does this, but I empower him to do it. Because he's paranoid. <laughs> I empower you to do it more. You know, he records all of his conversations on his phone. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's well. Tommy Wiseau stuff right there. Wow. Ife? Ife. Chill out. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's... Argue, I've thought about that sometimes where I'm like, man, I should start doing that. Don't. <laughs> because, well, I mean, yeah, obviously, but like certain things in my life happened recently where I'm like, oh, proof yeah. of things yeah. can really help a lot of yeah. <laughs> a lot of aspects of your life. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely so, not wrong. So like, they're, you know... The whole "you're not paranoid" if they're really out to get you, yeah, kind of thing. It's is, true. It it's rings true. rings true to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I would really like to also go through our guests this oh, of, please, of this yes. season. So, uh, starting with the most recent, Holly, thank you for coming on. Uh, Mike Rolf, it was a pleasure. Um, Miles Kelly, you came back on and really nailed it. Uh, Camille, <laughs> always a treat. Always a pleasure. Um, Ryan. Ryan Reese, our resident horror expert, who actually took time out of his busy schedule to come talk about A Fish Called Selma, mm-hmm. which was really, really nice. Episode. Yeah. Uh, Dave Waddell, really great to have him back. Of course, the doctor, the yeah, doctor himself. Uh, Connor Christmas, brand new guest. 
really knocked it out of the park. Uh, Ryan Shishkowski. <laughs> I love that last name. I love saying it like that. Yeah. Uh, he was great. Yeah, he was great. Uh, of course, on our live episode, Chris Turner and Adam DeHatchik also came on. Along with Camille and Ife. Yeah. And uh, James Wade telegraphing in, letting us knowing he's alive. Yeah. That was really, really great. Uh, Mike Westfall Skyping in. Real great. Uh, Ali Direct. I miss you so much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All keep the time. It, keep it moving. Okay. <laughs> Mark Spracklin, Our Mothers, Bonnie Johnson and Joanne Wilson. Um, Bryn Lindsay, always a pleasure to have her back on the show. Yeah. Um, Jeff Newman and Ben Price of the Perfectly Normal Podcast. Uh, Justin O'Connor and uh, Camille Pavlenko <laughs> one more time. <laughs> And the real gems, of course, for getting us into season seven with With Who Shot Mr. Burns one and two. That's right. The doubleheader. That's right. Great episode if you haven't listened. I think it's our highest uh, listened episode. I think so. Uh, And it's a two hour one. Yeah. It's a (laughs) big episode. You know, you're always like, oh, people want short podcasts. I mean, proof is in the pudding. No, I'm clearly wrong. (laughs) I'm clearly wrong. It's just I want shorter podcasts because (laughs) it's hard. It's hard to keep it's it up. It's hard to be this entertaining for yeah, two hours. It's very, very difficult, especially when you don't have a guest. That's right. Yeah. Um, which brings us to looking forward. Hmm. What do we have to look forward to? Keep reaching for that rainbow. Yeah. Will there I ever mean... be a rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Both of those are coming up. Both those jokes are in season eight. That's true. <laughs> they got really into rainbows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, season eight, we're going to be starting that soon i don't know like do we because like the first episode is the treehouse that's right so do we <laughs> i don't know if we want to wait till october that seems too long so we might have to do a summer summer halloween episode maybe yeah. or maybe we just wait maybe or maybe wait. maybe we do some bonus stuff. maybe we record everything over the summer and i just like schedule, schedule them. them and then we take a year off and we take a year off <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like more work than just doing it every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd uh we'd run out. Yeah. Of steam. Season 8 though. Uh I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be I think uh season 9 discussion aside, I think yeah. it's going to be the most interesting um season to talk about that we've done so far personally. I think you're because right. Because it has two of my favorite episodes of yep. the series and it's got at least four or five that I think are actually bad. Yeah. Just looking at the the list here. And um and then there's just a bunch that I'm like, oh yeah, like that's an episode that happened. <laughs> there's a bunch in here that I don't usually remember, but I love them. Mm-hmm. I really, really like them. We have some interesting guest uh uh voices throughout the season as well. Yeah. Um <laughs> the beginning of the end, I would say, in terms of guest voices, where they start having char- uh, actors play characters who are more or less themselves. Yep. And <laughs> which, you know, eventually starts to just become, you're just playing yourself. Yeah. You're just playing that celebrity that you are. Um, but it's another 25 episode season. Oh, boy. What is wrong with you guys? Why did you do this, Simpsons? Like, is, is it because you were the most popular show on TV? <laughs> is that it? <laughs> is that the reason? I mean, uh, I don't know if they were the most popular. Seinfeld probably beat them out, but they were, they were, they, they were, were in the in the yeah. running. They were huge. They were in like the conversation. their according to the wiki, the like the the Treehouse of Horror episode got eighteen point three million viewers. 
That's insanity. Yeah, and that's like it, it kind of it settles down at uh, at a, at between fourteen and fifteen for the most part. But there's spikes where it goes up into seventeen. If that okay, so eighteen million viewers. If that's, that translated to like a movie theater. That's like three hundred million dollars. Yeah, the the crossover episode with the with the X Files for one episode, the crossover episode. Yeah, yeah. twenty point nine million. That's insane. Yeah, it's huge. That's a lot of cheddar. Yeah, nobody watches a single show <laughs> like that anymore. No. There's just too much. They're like proud if it's like four million. They're like, oh, yeah, it's a that's hit. massive. <laughs> I think most shows get like a hundred thousand. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's all streaming and PBR now. Yeah. So, but what do you do in television? <laughs> Figure it out. You've gotten crazy good, well, but I mean, at what cost? Disney Plus is going to revolutionize. It's going to revolutionize television, it. Television, streaming, and entertainment. You don't understand, Alan. <laughs> it revolutionizes it. <laughs> That's what I just said. No, but you <laughs> <What>? don't understand <laughs> What's happening? how much is going to revolutionize it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm, we're, we're all going to work for them. Yeah, we're gonna. I I've known this for years. Yeah, I want to. I've been I've been applying to Disney. Jobs. We're going to have everyone's going to have two jobs, a night job and a day job. Depends which one you want, mm-hmm. but your night job is either going to be for Disney or for Amazon. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to work for one of those two companies for the night or the day. And guess which one has Disneyland? Amazon. Correct. <laughs> So I'm going to work for them. That's right. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like after I lost my job, I was like in the mindset of, so I, I need to get a new job, but like, I don't want to do like, I want to, I don't want to join an industry that is going to die in a few years. Yeah. Um, so what's the option? And I'm like, well, Disney, <laughs> that's the only option. So They're I went to the anywhere. Disney website. They have a whole disney careers website where you can just search by like country city etc and i've applied for so many disney jobs <laughs> some in calgary of course and some in other cities where i'm like if i got this job i would move there yeah san francisco hell sounds yeah. awesome hell yeah except for the whole healthcare thing you know in the america and money being on fire yeah and california being on fire california being on fire and the drought and also the big one it's coming. Global warming. Yeah. Yeah. And the big, Trump. The big flood. Trump, um, you know, to impeach or not to impeach. I mean, the the rise of fascism in America that mm-hmm. is slowly spreading to Canada, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's about much bigger there than yep. it is here. It's going to get bigger here. You know what? I blame streaming. Yeah. Maybe you can make a difference by working for Disney. Need to put more more butts in seats. People need to get out of their houses. Yeah. They're in their own little bubbles. Yeah. Watching their Netflix. Yeah. With shows about, like, I don't know, strange things. And. What show's that? Uh, strange Things. Orange is the New Black. Oh, Orange is the. Oh, okay. Never Female had- convicts? Never heard of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 90s humor. All right. Um, <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, we're wrapping up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and doing a great job at it. Uh thanks to everybody for this listening. This has been an episode. This has been an episode of two bad neighbors. neighbors. That's right. And that is our name. We're wrapping it up right now. 
Mm-hmm. This is how we wrap up the episode. <laughs> I uh-huh. usually stop talking, sure, and let you say the sociables, yeah, thing. But I'm not doing that right now. Oh no, I don't know why. I don't either. <laughs> I'm still talking. You sure are. Uh, I'm gonna try to stop. Okay, we'll see what happens. Ready? I'm gonna stop talking in five, four, four three, three, two, two one. Well, I just thought of something. No, Greg. <laughs> Do the thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes. Once again, thanks so much for everyone for listening uh, this whole season. Uh, we're enjoying doing this, and we are going to do it for at least three more years. Woo-hoo! So keep up with that. And you can find us on Facebook. Um, it's Too Bad Neighbors, a Simpsons podcast. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And. You can subscribe to our Patreon. Please do. Um, we will thank you on air, as we just did. Yep. And you will get bonus episodes, including zombie episodes, mm-hmm. uh, Pals Returns. Yep. Uh, you'll get some behind-the-scenes uh, things, like our discussion of Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, we got other fun things planned. Yep. Including forcing Greg to finally watch The Wizard of Oz. It'll happen sometime. Hopefully before I leave to BAMP. Hopefully. Yeah. And you can hear his reactions in real time. Super. <laughs> or something. I don't know what we're doing with that yet. Commentary? We'll figure, we'll figure it'd it be, out. It'd be kind of fun to do a commentary. We've, we haven't tried that That's yet. That's true. We haven't. Yeah. Everybody else seems to be doing and it. And I think Wizard of Oz is the kind of movie that even though you've never seen it, we don't need to like be quiet and watch it right. for you to take it in. Like well, yeah. you'll, you'll pick up on... Yeah. I mean, you've seen all the parodies. I've seen the play yeah. as well. <laughs> there you go. Which is why I haven't seen the movie. Oh, that's the reason. Yeah, it is the reason. All right. Because I hated it. <laughs> I hated the... Did I not tell you this? No. <laughs> okay. Shit, I can't believe I haven't told... <laughs> I was eight years old. I had just moved here. And we went and saw a play. Uh-huh. It was at the Pump House Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a community theater production. It was oh. well done. No, no, no. All right. For an eight-year-old, it's fine. Sure. Right? It doesn't matter. Uh, what matters was I was promised a fucking wizard. <laughs> and there is no wizard in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> wow. And Were you I already was, a Lord of the Rings kid at this point? I had just read The Hobbit. Okay, yeah. I had just read The Hobbit, which has the greatest wizard ever. Saruman. Yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Sorry, Radagast. Get out. <laughs> Neither of them are in the book. Galadriel. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oin. <laughs> But you, underst- you understand my I meaning. Do. I do yeah. understand. Yeah. Biffer is the best. Biff- <laughs> Those fucking dwarves. I know. Terrible. So, so silly. <laughs> Are you going to make a movie of that? Oh, silly. They, they did it. Yeah, they did it. Um, But yeah, that's why I haven't watched The Wizard of Oz because I was... Because um, you like wizards and, and There was no wizard. It's yeah. a lie. Yeah. It's all a lie. It is all a lie. Yeah. And that's so... Kind of the point. Yeah. And <laughs> I wasn't... I didn't want that in my life. For years and years and years, but like I'm finally, you know, grown up enough mm-hmm. to think that I can handle it. Great. Yeah. I mean, 22 years have passed, so. Yeah. And it's Catherine's favorite film. Yeah. I should be watching it. So we it. should all watch it together and yeah. do a commentary. Yeah. I think that'll be great. Yeah. Okay. All right. So subscribe to our Patreon and look forward to that. We'll have other bonus stuff coming out soon as well. 
And uh, yeah, we'll see you again for the next season, which may may start soon. We don't know yet. Yeah, we we don't we know. We might yet. wait till the end of the summer. We might take a summer hiatus, but the point is, you'll know. So yes. stay subscribed. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> you'll know. We'll let you know, even if we have to do a special update episode. Yeah. So cool. Don't worry. We'll keep you. We'll keep you all posted. And remember, keep watching the skis.